0: Welcome to Coffee Time at the Water's Edge. This week, we're bringing you another throwback episode where Steve and Adam go over the Puritans and the Salem Witch Trials. Thank you for joining us, and let's get into it.
1: Hey, everybody, this is Pastor Steve Roby back here with episode seven of Coffee Time Q&A, and I'm here once again with my good friend, the Mad Hatter. The Mad Hatter, right? Mad <laughs> And we're a little shorthanded today.
0: We are. Um, Rodney not. chickened out on us. He said, these yeah. questions are too tough. Nah, I think Rodney knows all about this, actually. Is. He is. He's taught me everything I he's know. He's just
1: leaving us out here to flounder is what he's yeah. doing. Nah. Um We are going to handle this alone today. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the two of us uh, yeah. we will be dealing with this personal question but first let's talk about this good cup that we're having once again because we loved it so much the The canopian i think rodney's given us this because we haven't contributed to the coffee fund
0: and he keeps giving us the canopian but we love it you think if we contribute maybe he'll get us something else he might try he might yeah all right we'll have to (laughs) do that
1: (laughs) All right. Um, we have a question from one of our listeners who happens to be a deacon at our church, and so we're excited to, to wrestle with Tim
0: Parsons' question. Yeah.
1: And um, you got that Yeah, there? Le-
0: Yeah, let me... I have that here for us, so let me, let me read his question. He said, During Thanksgiving, I heard something where the Puritans were mentioned. Personally, it seems this group is viewed in a negative light, secular history class. I believe they were involved in the Salem Witch Trials. In your studies... Did you have any misgivings to overcome about them being a model for the faith? Was that not really an issue based on the context of how you studied their writings? So there's a lot in there. Um, but I think, first of all, just just thinking about the Puritans, um, I mean, I, there may be some out there who don't know a lot about the Puritans. Can you can you tell us a little bit about them?
1: Yeah, it's was, it was interesting that he said during Thanksgiving, because a lot of times people— you know mistake the pilgrims for the puritans mm-hmm. um there's s- some similarities but the primary difference between uh, the pilgrims who were you know at the colony at plymouth rock versus the puritans who were a lot of and still in new england but up mostly in massachusetts bay colonies where the witch trials took place um the difference between the puritans and the pilgrims was their um allegiance to the church of england mm-hmm. and so both groups were originally reformers in the Church of England. They believed that as King Henry VIII didn't get his wish uh, of divorce from Catherine of Aragon Mm -hmm. and repudiated the Pope for denying his, his divorce, left and formed the Church of England. They believed that the Church of England did not go far enough, and still remained too Catholic. And so there was a lot of reforms from within the church that, that they were seeking to to live out. And the pilgrims actually were formerly called the separatists who mm-hmm. completely left the Church of England, whereas the Puritans wanted to reform from within the church and remain a part of that as long as they could. Now, that, that was somewhat successful until um, what they called the Great... Uh, ejection, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was in 1662, um, they, the Church of England required uniformity, it was the act of uniform, uniformity that led to the great ejection of 2,000 ministers in mm-hmm. one day. And so it was either you're going to get on board with the Book of Common Prayer and, and yeah. everything we do, um, or you're going to, you know, no longer be a part of the Church of England, and 2,000 ministers walked out that day mm-hmm. and became the, the Puritans, and um, th- th- there was already... Puritanism that was taking place for much longer, but that was kind of a defining departure, and many of them ended up in the the New World. Mm -hmm. And um, among those, interestingly, was Matthew Henry's dad. He was one of the guys that was a pastor yeah. who walked away that day. And we all know Matthew Henry is a great commentator, very yeah. famous commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was a Puritan. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other famous Puritans that I know I've benefited a lot from reading their writings. John Bunyan, who wrote The Pilgrim's mm-hmm. Progress, mm-hmm. probably one of the most influential Christian books outside of the Bible, was a Puritan. Yeah. Um, Jonathan Edwards is believed to be kind of that late Puritan Right. Um, you know, yeah. kind of the tail end Living out their ideas mm-hmm. Their theology Richard Baxter, one of my favorite mm-hmm. pastors Wrote a book called The Reformed Pastor Classic yeah. Christian book So the Puritans have had a lot of influence But it, it, it was uh, A group of people who Sought to elevate Religious education Many of mm-hmm. them were trained in Cambridge um, Or Harvard um, in, in the New World So Intellectual you know, mm. rigor in the yeah. way they studied the Bible. Right. And I think that's something we can definitely learn from them mm-hmm. to really pay f- careful attention to all the words of the Bible. You know, the the term Puritan was originally the precisionists. It was a derogatory term, but it was because they were so precise in their theology. Yeah. You know, they wanted a fully orbed theology. Mm-hmm. So they took what the original reformers like Luther, Calvin, Zwingli in the in the early sixteenth century. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're a couple generations later, but they were wanting to see that lived out, not just right. in the academic world, but in the, how does this lived out in the home? How is this lived out in, in the church life? Mm-hmm. Um, so they were very biblically driven, very devoted, very, um, mm-hmm. you know, seeking a yeah. purity in life and thought and. So that's Every what answer. we
0: love about them. We, we those are the good things. The, yeah. We love the way that they they loved the Bible. They loved God. They loved um, living it out. I mean that that was what they were all about, um, for sure. So we in, in their writings, you can just see the passion that they have for for the Lord. Um,
1: so to answer his question, though, I yeah. mostly studied the Puritans in that context, right? Uh, um, yeah. So these are it was all good, you mm-hmm. know the the theology. Now the Salem witch trials is, is what we're gonna talk about a little bit here. Yeah, so he But that was kind of the stain on Right. Some of right. the practice.
0: Yeah. So so we in in talking about the Salem witch trials, um that's that's what his question is saying. What what kind of is that a is what kind of negative light does that shed on the Puritans?
1: Yeah, and I, I think the Puritans catch the brunt of what was going on there. Mm-hmm. Um but a lot a lot of that there were so many causal factors in the in the witch trials mm-hmm. that were beyond theological right there was a lot of political maneuvering going on there between the putnams and the other influential families in the colonies and so there was a lot of um you know i think things that were happening that you can point to as historians kind of look back on that now yeah. and say you know it wasn't just their devotion to pure life that was certainly a, a part of it, though, um, and their view of government, which is kind of to answer something yeah. we were going to talk about a little bit with this
0: question. Yeah, the theocracy that they had in place. And um, yeah, it, I. I hadn't heard, honestly, too much about the Salem witch trials in, in my studies, and so what what I've read, yeah. you know, is all Puritans have been, all, all the good that they've that they've done for for Christianity, for the faith, um, and the way that we view the scriptures today. Um, but looking at um, the Salem witch trials, I I started reading just a little bit about it when I when we were talking about this question yeah and and so i i, w- I would encourage you if you if you you know do some research there's there's a lot of a lot of information out there um but i I, w- I guess the i lost i don't know if you can op- open up the question again i was going to read the question sorry it's on your phone <laughs> thank you so much um but he he asks. he says um the negative light that, that he has, he believes they're involved in that. So do you have any misgivings to overcome about them being a model for the faith?
1: Yeah. So my misgiving then would be what essentially kind of led, a part of the causal factors that led to the um, witch trials, and that is their view of government and its role, mm-hmm. um, or at least how the Church and the government are integrated, um, because they were from England, you know, the church and the government, there was no separation of church and state. They came mm-hmm. here somewhat for religious freedom, but at the same time, only religious freedom that kind of conformed to their mm-hmm. <laughs> religion. Yeah. Um, and so one of the things that gets lost in the conversation about the Puritans is that, the, specifically with the witch trials, is that that didn't happen in isolation in this village. This was happening in Europe to a much larger degree, especially in Germany, Switzerland, France. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the witch trials happened on a much larger scale in Europe. But in this colony, um, when we speak of the Salem witch trials, we're talking specifically uh, one a one-year period from, like, I think it was June of 1692 is when it began into May of 1693, there were Mm -hmm. 19 people who were executed um, for witchcraft, were put on trial. Many more were indicted, um, but 19 executed, and I think five other people died Mm -hmm. while they were being held in in custody. Um, And so it was this sort of, you know, this period where it was like the whole colony and even surrounding areas went crazy Mm -hmm. about seeking out people right. who were practicing black magic, witchcraft. Yeah. Um and so the puritan misgiving that I would have to answer that question is you know when when I read the scripture I see the role of government as God instituted is mm-hmm. important um but I still see that as separate from the church that right. Um, the church has nothing to do with judging outsiders, Paul would say in First Corinthians 5, mm-hmm. people who are not regenerate, people who are of the world. Um, but it is those within the church that the church has, you know, mm-hmm. responsibilities um, f- for church discipline. And when you start legislating Christian morals and values, and this is kind of what we deal with in America to a large yeah. degree. A lot of people yeah. still believe that um, – it it can get really um, difficult because you can't legislate biblical morality. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah. That's ahead. what in this village of of Salem that I was reading about how they actually made it a law that you had to attend church, and they they wanted whether you were a Christian or not, you wanted they wanted you to come, they wanted you to follow biblical guidelines, whether or not you yeah. believed. Yeah, so even
1: so in this in the Massachusetts Bay Colony, they went well beyond still under the purview of England, right? Mm -hmm. And in England, witchcraft was illegal, you know, it was uh, the act of the Witchcraft Act Mm -hmm. that was enacted in the 1500s and kept being revised. Essentially, King James in 1604 Mm -hmm. kind of put the final stamp on it, and so they were carrying out the law Mm -hmm. in terms of, you know prosecuting and executing which is according to what what the law was however the in the Massachusetts Bay Colony they went way beyond you know what the church of or what England had had done they formed essentially a theocracy yeah. um, a, a puritanical society mm-hmm. that was completely governed by and what they believed to to legislate biblical morality on on everybody mm-hmm. even people who you, you can't assume everybody's unregenerate, mm-hmm.
0: and, right, right? Yeah, so that was kind of what's going on. Yeah, and, w- and with the trials, they they used evidence maybe that that today wouldn't be permissible, right? Um, in some of the trials. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah.
1: So if you Maybe tell a little bit of the story. Um, I know you did a little bit of reading. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, in
0: that, it, I know that um, there was a pastor named Samuel, Ferris, Paris Paris Samuel Paris who. Had um, had a daughter, Elizabeth, and um, her her the daughter was a nine year old daughter, and her cousin, um, an eleven year old girl named Abigail. They were um, they started ha- doing some very weird things. Doctors couldn't explain it. They were having seizures, convulsions, um, talking nonsense, and things like that. Well, it turned out that um, they had a um, I, I would say it was probably a slave. Titibus, Titibus I think is that her Tituba. name. Tichiba, yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Tichiba. Um she she was she had been teaching them some some magic and things like that playing games with them that that would have been, you know, considered probably satanic things and so um she had been doing some harm to To those girls and and she she admitted that in court she admitted you know and was actually sorrowful for that she she wasn't one of the 19 who were who were killed um, but she was imprisoned
1: yeah but her her confession led to the mass hysteria right, right. because she not only accused two other ladies the two Sarahs, I think Sarah, yes, Sarah Good, Good and, and Sarah Osborne yeah. she implicated that others were involved in witchcraft. Right. And so not only now is there this mass hysteria that there are witches in our colony, it's who is, who are they? And right. so witch hunts began yeah. actually pursuing and, and, yeah. and accusing. And the the problem with the courts was that they were, they were, if anybody accused you, and they, could, they didn't have to have real evidence um, right. other than saying that they had a dream or a vision. Mm-hmm. And that was what spectral evidence yes, refers spectral to, evidence, right. was, was being held up in the court. Yeah. And at that time, I mean, you weren't, you know, innocent until proven guilty. As mm-hmm. a matter of fact, I think I told you there, was, there were several, the witch trials, as dark of a stain as that is in American history, that, that one-year period and all that took place there, um, it did lead to some good reform. In our court system, Um, Mm -hmm. for example, they weren't, they weren't allowed, um, they weren't given legal representation. Mm -hmm. Um, And So that, that led, that at least played a role in us having the right to legal representation now. that's a good thing. um, They were assumed guilty on their Mm -hmm. accusations um, versus innocent until proven, innocent until proven guilty. And they weren't allowed to cross-examine, you know, Mm -hmm. their accusers. And so that all changed as a result of that. So there was some good that... uh, Happened in our court system as a result, but I think people look back on that and are pretty fascinated with those events and and how it took place. And it unfortunately does leave a dark stain on a the the Puritans that I think is hard to overcome because it's mostly they're mostly taught about in the secular school systems as well. Right, right. Um, You don't see their true devotion and heart and intent. They were very joyful people in the Lord. They delighted mm-hmm. in God, and I think that. Yeah. Um, I, I got caught up in this mm-hmm. hysteria. Yeah, you know, and it's that's it's what when you read about that. them, you
0: know, you you see you see their, um, they they were very upfront with their sinfulness, and that you see repentance in their writings. Um, you know, in in their own confessions and things like that. Um, so yeah, the, the, I, I, yeah, I yeah I was just gonna say I think that you know. The, the, there's probably this was just a, maybe a blind spot for them, you know. And we learn from history.
1: You yeah, know? later. I mean, there there was a lot of repentance later. One of the judges later repented. Mm-hmm. Um, they ended up. Everybody ended up being exonerated. Not that that did any good, but right. at least right. institutional repentance mm-hmm. and remorse that there was later exoneration. Um As people looked back on that and just thought, "Man, we let this get out of control." And there were mm-hmm. some even Puritan pastors who were speaking out against it. Cotton Mather, right. his father Increase, yes. they were mm-hmm. they were pretty vocal. Yeah, they were the ones saying
0: the spectral evidence yeah. has got to go. We can't have this. Yeah, yeah. but
1: it, it, it you know it brings up a good point to for us to talk about. Do you think people today? Um, yeah, how, how do you think people today view the activity of the devil, of demons? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think Christians generally affirm those things today. Yeah, but when you when you talk about. Pointing to something and saying this is evidence of it—it's kind of hard to prove, and it's a very difficult thing. And I think we're less likely to point to that for some of the things that take place in this world than they were in that day, because right. in that context, everybody believed in the supernatural. Right? There was—that was a, a worldview mm-hmm. that was universal. Mm-hmm. You know, people believed in the supernatural. They believed in real demonic activity, yeah. um, whereas today so people do at least, you know, I think give assent to that, but I'm not sure how.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's some who, who wouldn't believe in a God or a Satan or or anything like that, and then others, and even Christians, may downplay the power that, that Satan has over this world. Yeah. Crazy stuff. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. And I, and I think, you know... F- Looking, looking back, you know, it's, there's so much that we can learn from history, you know, and the the things that, that were done wrong, you know, then and, and now we can look and you know years from now people will probably be looking at us and saying, can you believe they were doing this? And, you know, I'm sure that that's going to be the case. So, but yeah, good question. Thank, thanks, Tim for for submitting that for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just as we close out, like one of the Puritan products is a devotion book called The Valley of Vision. Yeah. Something I read regularly and have for years. Like Puritan prayers, prayers, just yeah. beautiful devotion. A lot of doctrinal harmony, like really well thought out, articulated mm-hmm. thoughts about our own sinfulness. They were very in tune with their own so- sinfulness. Yeah, sure. But I think people perceive them as, you know, self-righteous because of the way they Judged yeah. outsiders. Uh, well, that's what. Yeah, yeah, in their
0: writings, they seem so humble. They seem, you yeah. know. I mean, it, it's yeah. it's interesting to to. St- to read about the Salem Witch Trials. Oh, for, for sure. Well, good mm-hmm. talk, man. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Hope we good. learned something. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys. Thanks again for, for tuning in. Um, we'd love for you guys to subscribe to the channel, submit a question, wec.life. We've got the coffee card there. We've got a bunch of questions starting to come in now. Yeah. Um, and so we may not get to them right away, uh, but we certainly will do that. Next week, um, we're going to be looking at uh, Katie Lynn and Bridget. Yeah, Katie Lynn mm-hmm. and Bridget are going to be on the show. We're going to have some guests. We're going to talk about family, discipleship, things like that. Um, We'll do a Christmas or New Year's rapid fire, so continue to send the questions. It may not be a whole episode, but we would love to tackle it, you know, in a rapid-style fashion. But God bless you all. Have a great day. See you guys.
0: Thanks again, everybody, for joining us. Make sure you like, subscribe, and click that bell so you know when we release new videos. Also, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave us a review. That actually helps us to get this message out there. We love you all, and God bless.